Alright, Wall fans, welcome to yet another exciting edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am the one and only Sean O'Rourke, your host for episode 26. That's right, episode 26. We're going to keep things a little lighter this week. For those of you that tuned in last week and listened last week, you know it got a little bit emotional. These things happen. They're going to happen on these podcasts. Similar to the episode where I basically ranted and raved against people who didn't believe that that there was inequality against women and such things. These these things happen. These things happen. Uh, that wasn't ranting and raving last episode, but as you know, it was a little emotional. So we're going to get right into things. Again, episode 26, Go Tell the Wall podcast. Hopefully you're in the right place. Uh, we also have the Facebook live broadcast going, as always. It seems to be a staple of Go Tell the Wall podcast now. Uh, so for those of you just listening to the podcast, uh, do not be alarmed. There is a little bit of interaction going on for lack of a better word so kicking things off as always social plugs you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash go tell to the wall or on twitter at tell the wall pod um and of course you can follow my personal twitter account at magic muppet i always say that one gets a little more action simply because i tend to go to that one a little more i don't have a lot of people working helping me out so tell tell the wall at tell the wall pod doesn't get a ton of action, but we're working on ramping that up. In fact, that brings me to my next thing that I want to tell you about, and just tease it just a little bit, just a little bit. Been talking about it for months now. Uh, we are finally fully in works on the website. Uh, actually, two different websites. So in or- we went from nothing to two, which technically not nothing because everything's hosted on Podomatic. With upping everything on Podomatic because I outgrew my britches here and, and had to pay for more stuff, essentially to be able to broadcast to all of you lovely people, all of you wall fans, all of you common sensors out there. Uh, it's going to include a new revamped website as opposed to just the basic website that you could find before, which was like Podomatic.com. No, Podomatic.TellItToTheWall.com. Uh, it's going to be ramped up a little bit. Uh, basically, I have the people, the fabulous people, I guess. I've never met them at Weebly working on that site. Uh, but more importantly and more time-consumingly is the, the my personal website that we're working on, which is going to feature podcast stuff, but also lots of other fun stuff. Uh, so check that out as well. That's coming soon. But just to tease a little bit, uh, the, the, the website will be www i love how no one uses the www anymore and it, this confused me when i was looking at my domain names the other day uh but it will be www.seanorworklive.com uh as if i needed more stuff to work on during the week and, and on the weekends i i'm learning how to kind of be a a well, I don't even want to say web designer, I'm more of a pseudo web designer, uh, but i'm doing all of this with an 8 month old basically climbing on top of me during the day. So it's a slow process, but we are getting the website up and running. There's going to be all kinds of fun stuff on there. We're also going to feature some links to like Cal's Game Night and all the other live event stuff that I talk about uh, so that you guys can get more info on that. Stay tuned. You can go click on it now. You ain't going to see nothing because I haven't actually fully published the site. I didn't even take the time to put up a coming soon sign, uh, but that will be coming very soon. SeanOroarkLive.com uh, that's right. I can never. You can't get Sean O'Rourke anything. You always got to add something. It's just the simple fact of the matter. Because while I am the one and only Sean O'Rourke, I am definitely not the most famous Sean O'Rourke, uh, or the one quickest to jump on things for, for that matter. I guess uh, you know because I just don't. I remember meeting the Sean O'Rourke that has Facebook.com/slash Sean O'Rourke, and he sat there like right at midnight, right when you were able to put in the custom URLs uh, on Facebook, and he like waited. And the minute you could do it, he put it in. I'm, it's funny. I met him years ago. Uh, a guy actually works at Universal. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast before, uh, the funny coincidences with that. Because Sean O'Rourke is really not that uncommon of a name. It's not. I actually uh, I have a, I guess, half-nephew named Sean O'Rourke, my, my dad's grandson, uh, but through my half-brother. Uh, so it's a, it's a fairly common name. Uh, one other thing I will warn all of you, I have very minimal prep this week, so I'm hoping that we get some people on the live broadcast to help me along. Uh, maybe number one wall fan Darshan will find the time to join this week. She's been slacking a little bit, but we'll give her a pass, especially since I went on like a three-week hiatus. I uh, had too much stuff going on, so I can't give her that hard of a time. But we did have minimal prep this week. I was That's why we were late starting. Um, for those of you that just listened to the podcast, you don't really recognize that we were late starting, but I was about an, an, close to an hour late starting the live feed this week on Facebook. Uh, which is just kind of backs everything up and therefore minimal prep it happens minimal prep um so moving on let's get into a little bit of social media stuff here uh we've got some fun stuff on social media and one of them i'm super excited about one of them i'll be honest i'm selfishly excited about one of them oh i should talk about my beer uh, we'll talk about that later i don't want to get into the beer just yet all right so 
looking at some stuff this week, and apparently, if you if you're an avid listener of the podcast, or even really if you've listened here and there, you probably know I'm not a big fan of uh, all the different social platforms out there. It's just getting too heavy, and everyone's spending too much time in front of screens and everything else. And then on top of that, there's the Snapchat app. Which yes, I've I've I know all about it. I've literally sat in meetings to 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 learn about Snapchat, and I just I, I I can't get behind it. I think if I was 12 years old, like maybe I would, but people seem to love it. What kills me the most on Snapchat is these, honest to God, freaky filters that they have. Sometimes I'm scrolling through, and I don't even have Snapchat. I don't use it, but people I guess post them on other social platforms. So like I'll be scrolling through Facebook and I see these this weird like alien type face filter thing going on and it's, it just drives me nuts it you know, like I get it there's funny things and trust me I see bad things like on face but there's just something about these stupid little and I don't I, let me say stupid if, if you enjoy them that's fine do your thing I'm not a fan of them I don't understand it and it honest to god freaks me out a bit when I see all of these weird little filtery things on people's faces when I'm scrolling through Facebook um and just to give you a little bit of a heads up it, it it's not the face filters that have gotten everyone uh Everyone, uh, I'm sorry, where am I going? That's not what's hurting Snapchat. <laughs> See, sometimes I tangent a little and I lose my place. That's not what's hurting Snapchat. It's not these filters. That just happens to be a, a happy uh, coincidence since if Snapchat does go away, then we won't be seeing these filters anymore. That being said, I'm sure Facebook will build something in because even this week when I went to get on Facebook Live, they have changed their interface completely. I was very confused. These things happen. Uh, but just to give you a little bit of a background on Snapchat, and what's happening with them, uh, they're, sna they're opens, which means uh, people that like that actually go in and engage with it uh, has decreased by at least 15% for influencers. If you don't know what influencers are, these are like the YouTube people, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I get you could even say go tell to like I would be kind of an amateur influencer, I guess you would say. But the influencers are like the people that are really getting the hits on YouTube and all those different platforms. Um, and everything else, and Snapchat being one of those platforms, uh, th those would be influencers. Uh, and then unique viewers for the Snapchat story, which if you're not familiar with Snapchat, so with Snapchat, if you're not familiar with it, because trust me, you don't need to be, um, I'm only familiar with it just because I've worked in the industry and the social media industry and everything else um, revolving around studios and everything, so I unfortunately had to learn about it. Uh, but basically, you send a picture uh, to someone and it, it disappears. It, it, you don't get to keep the picture. Uh, but then they also have this neat little feature. Uh, oh, man. Okay. We're having some uh, some trouble here. Uh, a unique feature about um, Snapchat is that you can do a story. Uh, you can actually do a story where stuff stays up there. Uh, hi, honey. Um, my wife is actually on the live feed. She's keeping every, everybody in line. Make sure you're keeping everyone in line. We had a little bit of a... a, a a fade out there on the live feed. Apologies to everyone listening out there on Facebook uh, and in the social media world. They changed everything, and I'm sure that's what's causing issues here because Facebook likes to, to to just cram as many different features into something as possible. And like I've never had issues with this live feed, and now suddenly I'm having issues with the live feed. What a surprise! Uh, so anyway, back Snapchat. They have a Snapchat story thing where it actually stays up, and you can like keep adding to it throughout the day. I think Facebook has something like this because it's constantly asking me if I want to do a story. I don't want to do a story. I don't care what you're doing. I don't need to do a story. That's not what I'm here for. Uh, but that has actually, the opening on, or the unique views rather, has decreased by about 40%. So we're not seeing good things for Snapchat overall. We're just not. They're having trouble. Um, and influence have, influencers, as I mentioned, what influencers are, are posting 25% more on Instagram stories than Snapchat. And that's actually a big part of what's happening here with Snapchat is Instagram, who was kind of, they were kind of like the kings when it came to this stuff. Uh, they introduced a story feature similar to Snapchat. And a lot of people were kind of like, well, they're just ripping off Snapchat. Well, what happened was Instagram uh, has such a big, so much bigger of a following uh, that people just started using um, Instagram instead of Snapchat, which makes sense. You know, uh, personally, I have I use Instagram a little bit. My wife uses a lot more. Um, really, my usage is is when she's posting pictures of our daughter Zofia. Um, so really, that that is the majority of my usage. But I do see the appeal of Instagram. I have lots of photographer friends. I see Caleb's joining in on the uh, the the live broadcast. There, he happens to be one of those photographer friends that use Instagram to post photos and all that other kind of good stuff. So I do see the appeal there. Uh, but unfortunately, rest in peace, uh, Snapchat. Going the way of Vine, 
<laughs> Remember when Vine was a thing? Yes. I think we bid we bid adieu to Vine on this uh, this podcast as well. I was never a Vine fan myself. Um, I want to keep it simple. Like, give me like some Facebook. I'll do a little bit of Twitter, and I will look at the Instagram. I'm really not posting a lot personally on the Instagram outside of what my wife is tagging me in and other friends, too. I have a lot of friends that like to use it, too, so I get tagged on, on Instagram quite a bit. Mostly tags, not so much myself posting. Um, but nonetheless, we'll see. I don't think Snapchat's surviving. It will go the way of all those other great apps. You know, my, remember MySpace? Although, and I'm sure people at Snapchat made money. I know when they went, that's the thing, is it's hopefully hopefully there's some smart people that actually made some money and they're not going to lose a bunch of money now that Snapchat is most likely going to die. Um, there's some weird invite things showing up on my, my, my Facebook live feed here. So I got I to figure out what's going on. They, every, every week there's like a, a minor change. This week it was like a complete change. I'm looking at all kinds of weird stuff. I like have extra controls here on the Facebook live feed. I don't need this. I just want it to show video. I don't know what they what I'm inviting people to either, whatever that stuff is. Uh, but moving along, moving along. Another thing that I was noticed, and I've been noticing it a lot lately, and this actually came up today where I was reminded, and I'm seeing all, you know, you see like cooking videos on social media, you know, and some of them are great. They're like, look, this is a cool thing. But what I'm noticing a trend of lately is there's, the, there's these cooking videos where essentially someone out there is making these videos, and they're just throwing whatever they can into a, a dish or on a plate and then throwing cheese on it and being like, look how good this looks. Like, I can't tell you how many videos of, like, stupid French fry dishes I've seen. Now, trust me, I love French fries. I grew up in San Diego. Give me a California burrito, some carne asada, all freaking day. But I don't need a video showing me what carne asada fries are. Like, it's crazy. And we've hit this point where they're just like, ooh, look, fried stuff. Ooh, look, meat. Ooh, look, cheese. And everyone's like, oh... Come on now. I mean, come on. Can, can we do a little better? Just do a little bit better. I, I know everyone out there is capable of doing a little bit better. Be a little more creative. Don't just throw cheese on stuff. Don't do it. Don't do it. So let's calm it down. If, if you wall fans out there see this, call people out on it and be like, dude, you're just throwing a bunch of unhealthy stuff on a plate and calling it an innovative dish. That's what's happening. I think earlier this thing I saw was, they were like, DUI fries. You got to get these DUI fries and they're someplace. And it's essentially carne asada fries, but throwing um, some pastrami on there with all of the other stuff. And it's like, okay, well, why is this in Like, why is this even a thing? And again, I love me some junk food. I could eat carne asada fries every freaking day and I would be so content. I'd be 300 pounds, but I would be so content. I'm just very happy, very happy. However... I don't need to be looking at a bunch of videos of these kinds of things online. Like, I, I just don't. Now, if you enjoy them, I apologize. I just don't get it. I don't get it. As you know, at Go Tell Us The Wall, we like to lift people up. And I always say, have passion. Hashtag have passion. Well, I guess if you have passion about that stuff, then do you. But, I mean, honestly, like, just think outside the box a little. Think outside the box a little instead of just throwing cheese on something. Something maybe, you know, innovate it. You know, some dude in New York came up with that with a cronut, a combo of a, a croissant and a donut, and that thing like that's innovative, and that's still junk food. Look, you can have it both ways. You can have junk food; it can still be innovative. It's amazing how these things work. <sighs> drives me nuts. Social media. I don't even know why I go on social media anymore. I, like, it drives me nuts. You know why I go on social? Is is for this show. That's the main reason I go on social media, uh, and then to see pictures of my friends' kids. <laughs> like that's really what it comes down to. That's I need I need like a filter on my Facebook where I'm like, oh, show me the kids, and that's all I see is kids. Show me you know like whatever sport is going on. Let me let me see all the okay. You know I don't really need a bunch of cooking stuff and God, as much as I feel for um, all the need there is in the world, like you know. When you have OCD and OAD, it's tough to, it's t I, like, I, I just feel, I feel the need to help everyone and you, and you just can't. And then unfortunately, unfortunately nobody can help everybody, you know? So I get why those things get thrown out there, but it's just like, geez, man, it's too much. It's too much. I want to donate to every GoFundMe and the political stuff too. We don't talk politics here on Go Tells the Wall podcast. Um, unfortunately we may hit a day where I do have to talk politics because we're living in a nuclear fallout wasteland but yeah, uh, nonetheless let's move on social media i put this one in social media this one totally could have gone in common sense but i put it in social media because i feel like this company kind of 
was born out of social media and all of the, you know, Silicon Valley and everything else. Uh, and that would be Uber. And if you didn't need more reasons to hate Uber, uh, and as if they didn't have enough PR problems, <laughs> there was a guy who took a little Uber ride. Um, and I honestly, I can't remember where this was. It wouldn't surprise me if it was California. It just wouldn't surprise me. Uh, he's riding in the Uber and his driver has a female pass. His male driver has a female passenger in the front seat with him. Well, they start getting a little frisky. And then out of nowhere, the female passenger starts giving oral sex to the male driver. Yep, oral sex to the male driver while there's a passenger in the back of this Uber car ride, whatever. And the passenger took photos, not graphic photos. I mean, maybe he did have graphic photos. I, there were no graphic photos attached to the article uh, that I found talking about. This has happened back in July. Um, <laughs> so... If that's not ridiculous enough, you're riding in an Uber, which person I'm not a big Uber fan. I just, I will do it. My wife and I did it a couple, because it was just, well, I didn't want to drive downtown, and we are going to have a drink, and, and Zofia was asleep, and we had um, her, her, her mother and grandmother were in town, and it was just, let's just take an Uber. We're going to go have a drink. We don't get to go out very often. So, so I get the appeal of it. I'm just not a fan. Uh, and the ridiculousness of it is that oop, he reported it to Uber. Complained to Uber and said, hey, uh, you know, talk about a complaint. <laughs> I mean, and he had pictures. <laughs> I could just see Uber being like, no, come on. Well, you want the photos? Uh, uh, okay, uh, I see what you're saying here. So Uber, of course, they refunded him for his ride. <laughs> they refunded the, the, the fee for the ride, whatever, the fare, whatever it is. You know, so probably like 10, 20 bucks, whatever it is. I don't know how far he was going. He's not like the football player that got a ride from uh, Chicago to Buffalo. <laughs> so we're not talking like $1,000 uh, Uber ride or anything. Uh, so, you know, maybe 10, 20 bucks reimbursed. Uh, and then Uber gave him a $10 credit. A t $10. $10, Facebook friends and, and wall fans. $10 after he witnessed that. Which, you know, I'm not a prude. Like I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna pretend I'm some crazy prude or anything. But that that's disturbing. You're like you're essentially taking what what they think of as a cab. It's not a cab. You're just riding with some stranger. You know, you're, which yes, I get it. If you get in a taxi cab, you're riding with a stranger as well. Usually attached to a company where they're vetted and all this other stuff. And we have learned over the past couple of years that Uber does not do a very good job of vetting their drive because we run into these problems. And here, and unfortunately. Uh, and I, I mean that when I say, unfortunately, this is not the worst thing that has happened to an Uber passenger. This happens just happens to be the most, I don't even want to say most ridiculous, just most off the wall, most off the wall. And we're telling it to the wall. You see how that works? We bring it full circle, wall fans, full circle. Um, and, and so I would just, I would avoid the Ubers. And maybe Uber get it together and, you know, a little more than $10 credit. A little more than $10 credit because I'm sh pretty sure that guy could sue, f like, for something. There's got to be something that guy could sue for. I, I'm I'm sure. You know, Gloria Allred. He's probably talking to Gloria Allred. She's got to have her hand in everything. All right, that's enough of this. Oh man. So if you if if you all needed something else to stress about in the social media world, uh, so if you're out there listening and you happen to own an Echo, that would be the and the Amazon assistant thing we talk about it uh, i'm not going to say the command we talked about this as well i don't like to to start triggering everyone's uh smart homes and smart assistants and everything else well a little while back they unveiled a new feature and this was i don't even know what they're calling it but essentially you can uh you can make phone calls through your echo sounds like oh great you know speakerphone everything else uh which Really isn't innovative. I mean, we all have Bluetooth speakers, and you you can talk through them and everything else. So it's like, okay, it's just kind of cool that it's right there. It's a communal device um, that everyone in the house is using, so it is more like a landline phone. What happened was, in order to enable it, uh, you have to you have to open the Amazon Alexa app on your phone, uh, and, and it basically pulls in all of the contacts um, from your phone. And really from all of your stuff, because as as we all know these days, you're connected to some cloud where your contacts are in it, whether you're on, uh, you know, Android and you're connected to Google uh, or iPhone and you're connected to the, the iCloud or whatever the heck they call it. Um, or if you're one of the three people that own a Windows phone, I'm sure that's connected to Microsoft somehow. Um, you know, it, it, it happens. So it's pulling in all these numbers. But essentially what it does is 
it, it doesn't just import your contacts like when you're doing it for certain other stuff. It If it finds a contact in your contact list that has an Amazon Echo, it then proceeds to automatically add that Echo owner from your contacts as a friend. So essentially, all these Echo owners out there have been unwittingly added to a social network. And I was just talking about social media and how it's rampant and there's too much of it and everything else. Really, in the end, I don't think this is much of anything. I just do find it interesting uh, that all of the the Echo owners out there have inadvertently been added to a uh, uh, to to a so, another social network. Hey, Bridget, I see you join in there. Uh, we still have seen not seen Darshan on the live feed. Um, I'll be honest; it, it's it, Darshan's got to get it together. Get it together, Darshan. Three of my burner friends are laughing at that. Not even three, probably. Bear's going to laugh at that if he has time to listen to this before uh, he goes to the burn. And you, what? Oh, you missed a lot, Bridget. I'll fill you back in. You're subscribed and everything, sure. But I was just going to say how Bridget, who just joined the live feed, and Kevin, who joined the live feed a little earlier, uh, if Darshan doesn't get it together, they could be duking it out for uh, for number one fans. I know. Yeah. Zofia wouldn't. Zofia was not making things easy for me today, which is what I was talking about at the top of the live feed. Uh, you would have missed even more, Bridget, if uh, if I'd been on time. I, we actually didn't kick things off until like 15 minutes ago, uh, maybe 20 at the most. So don't worry, you you didn't miss too too much. Um, but hopefully Darshan will. Uh, hopefully she'll get it together, especially because we're getting into the little TV film and books. Uh, but while we have a moment, a little break in the show, I should talk about this week's beer. I actually was remiss for episode 25, and I did not talk about the beer. Uh, it was a beer I'd had on the podcast before, uh, and because of the subject matter for last week's episode, uh, a la my grandmother um, passing away and talking about her influence on my life, I specifically got a Chicago-based beer, uh, which is now owned by Heineken, but still was originally a Chicago-based beer. Last week I was drinking a little Goose Island IPA. You can't find a lot of Chicago-based beer out here. Um, beer out here. So that happened to be kind of the, the choice I had to go with. Uh, but this week, I picked up a, a North Coast Brewing Company beer. And I'll be honest, I'm not a fan. It's called Alt Nouveau. Alt Nouveau. There you go, um, Facebook Live fran uh, fans that are tuning in. It is an alt beer. An alt beer, which I guess is a German style of beer. I actually looked this up earlier. I'm not going to get into all the stuff of it. It... it they change up the the uh, the brewing process slightly. Something goes above or below, like something with the hops. Uh, and I'm not a fan. I don't know if it's all alt beers that I would not like. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe one day I'll try another one, or uh, if it's just this North Coast brewing. I would imagine it's all alt beers because I do. I am a big fan of North Coast brewing. I don't want to say big fan. I'm a fan. Uh, they make Scrimshaw. They make Red Seal Ale. Both very, very tasty beers. I'm just not a fan of the alt beer. Uh, so you may want to check it out if you like alt beers. If you like German style beers, which I do, uh, it's, I'm just not a fan of this one. That being said, I'm still drinking it. It's, this happens to be the beer this week. North Coast Brewing Company, Alt Nouveau, and it's an Alt beer, which I don't know. It's, it, I mean, it tastes Germany, but it's 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 not like a Kolsch. Just I don't know. It's something about it. Not a fan. But maybe you, if you like Alt beers, maybe you'd be a fan because North. Co I mean, North Coast is uh, it's high quality. It's high quality beer usually. I gotta move my coaster too. Ever since we started doing the Facebook live feed, I gotta reach around the the Facebook camera facebook facebook camera my phone uh to to set down my beer um and that's because i also have the gopro it's it's very crowded on 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 the studio desk when uh when it comes to recording time and uh oh that's a good idea you know so bridget just came up with a good idea you know what i'll do though is we'll post it uh, because I have no idea right now. Or maybe I could plan that far ahead. And on that note, I was going to say, so Bridget is just bringing up a good point. She's a big fan, a personal friend and a big fan of the podcast. Uh, is is giving you next week's beer uh, like before the actual podcast. And then we could enjoy it together. That's a brilliant idea. Um, and I mean, that honestly, God, brilliant. Uh, but then to piggyback off of that, I'm looking for suggestions on beer. Like, if there's a beer out there that you like, or the, even if you've wanted to try, and maybe that can be one of them. Um, so, if you're out there uh, on the live feed, or if you're listening to the podcast, hit me up on Twitter, um, at TellTheWallPod, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GoTellToTheWall, uh, and give me some recommendations. I'll check them out. I'll check them out. Uh, you know, I'm constantly looking for recommendations. I 
my cousin is actually a beer buyer uh, for for Whole Foods, and I've I've been bothering him a little bit about kind of new beers to try out and everything else. But if any of you out there, Wall fans, want to to chime in or you have a good beer that you like, uh, hit me up. Hit me up on one of the social platforms. I know I just complained about social media and how it's too rampant and everything else, but hit me up. I do check those messages and stuff. Um, if not, then I have one of my pe- one of my like three people that help me out here and there. Uh, check it as well. All right, let's move along. TV, film, and books. TV, film, books. <sighs> I don't have much going on this week, but I will say, and I won't spoil for anybody, but Game of Thrones, oh my God, Game of Thrones, oh my God. If you didn't see last week's and you're a Thrones fan, catch up, because, oh my God, what an episode. Can't like, I'm not going to spoil anything, so if you haven't seen it, uh, but Game of Thrones, just, oh, and if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. And I will tell you right now, for those of you that are avid listeners of the podcast, the episode that happened this past Sunday, I'm not, I'm not going to try to give you the date. This past Sunday, today, it's August 10th, so this past Sunday, uh, which would have been Spoils of War, was the, the episode title. And on that note, HBO Go screwed up, and it took them, it took them more than a day to fix it. Uh, they actually had the incorrect title and description on HBO Go for Game of Thrones, which I was like, of, of all the shows that HBO has, like maybe let's get it straight with Game of Thrones because that is their most popular show, and I know that it's the show that everyone is running to HBO Go to watch on Sunday, and that, that's why my wife and I watch it every Sunday just to avoid spoilers because it's very difficult to avoid throne, throne spoilers. Um, but I will tell you on that same note, this, this episode that happened this past Sunday, there w- was a podcast episode a uh, couple months ago now, probably maybe like it could have even been three, four months ago, where I talked about an article that I'd found about Game of Thrones, and they had actually set a record uh, for a, a for a, any kind of set. I, I believe it even encompassed uh, feature film sets uh, for what they did for one of the big stunts on this past Sunday's episode. So if if you're interested, I'm not going to spoil right now for people that are listening. Go back and listen. Um, and if you need a heads up, uh, or if you watch the show, you might remember like, oh, that's what they did because there, there's a part of, there is a major, major part of that episode where they really, and I'm sure they're using some, uh, CGI, but they really mostly, it mostly wasn't, it was all very real effects and that's where they set the record. And it was this last Sunday show. So check it out. Cause, oh my God, like I'm still just stuck on it. I'm ready for this Sunday. I hope, I wish Game of Thrones would never end. I just, I wish it would never end. Um, and it's also like, we're finally at the point where it's like, you know, people like, it, even if you've never watched Game of Thrones, you know, people die and <laughs> like it becomes so tense. Like it is just so tense when you're watching this show now because you're like, oh my God, oh my God, who's going to, oh, 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 I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Fantastic show. Uh, check it out. <laughs> it was definitely real dragons, Bridget, real dragons. They don't CGI that stuff. Um, that's what happens when you're HBO. Uh, and you know you have the greatest show on television right now. You get real dragons. <laughs> All right, moving along. I got one more thing on TV, film, books, um, and that would be something that just came out this week, and something we've talked about on the podcast quite a bit. Um, so Disney came out and announced that they're going to be pulling out of pulling all of their content off of net. Ow, just hitting my foot on the chair. They're going to pull all of their content out of. Uh, off of Netflix in 2019. And the reason they're doing this is they're launching their own streaming service. So essentially in 2019 if you're going to if you want to stream any Disney movies or shows or anything like that, you're going to have to pay a different fee for a Disney streaming service. I've talked about this on the podcast before how this is what happens. All these you know, you have all these cord cutters out there and everything cuz you're still going to be able to get Disney Channel with uh, with your cable package and everything else, I'm sure they're still going to put some Disney movies on network television. They still own ABC, um, and they're doing a similar thing with ESPN, where they're going to be doing their own streaming like ESPN service. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see it. But honestly, I'm just sitting here like, you know what? I'm not going to pay for like 20 different streaming services. It's just not going to happen. And then if they come out and they're like, well, it's $10 a month. You know what? Honestly, I can go and spend $10 a month and just buy a Disney movie every month. Especially once Zofia is old enough to, to watch movies because she's not allowed to. I, I, it, it is all profit. Once uh, she's old enough to watch. And I'm just going to go buy them. That's the bottom line. Like, you can't convince me that I need to have like 20 different streaming services. 
You know, we have two in the house right now, like for watching TV with Hulu and Netflix. And I'm just not going beyond that. I'm not. I'm not. I have enough trouble keeping like those two, honestly. Like I'm just I'm over it. I'm like, why? 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 You know, now, if it was more a la carte, like it should be. And I could go in and I could handpick here. here, I will pay you ten dollars for the overall streaming service. And then if I could go in and pick like five different ones and then an additional five for like five bucks or something, I could get behind that. But the thing is, I'm not keeping track of all these different streaming services. I'm not keeping track of all of these different passwords and everything else. It's it, it's like having a gym membership. You forget and then they just take the, the stuff out of your, you know, they're charging your credit card every month and you forget and you're just you're just you're just bleeding money for no reason. You know, so you can watch some stupid Disney movies. I get it. They're appealing. Like, I, you know, even I enjoy some Disney movies as jaded as I am about Disney and the, and the company overall. I get it. They're, they are appealing. But, like, it is, it, is so, it is just such greed. It is such greed on Disney's part to do this, to not play nice in the sandbox because they just want more money. They just want more money, and they want people to pay more money. And they, don't, they pretend like they're this family company, and they're all about, oh, we're all about family and family value. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because you essentially are just taking your content away from children. That's what's happening. You're taking your content away from children. Children that had access to it, you're taking away that access. And that's what Disney is going to be doing in 2019. That's what they're doing. And why? Because money. It's all about money with them. That's what it is. Everything is bottom dollar to them. Not even quality content. Not even quality content. That's why we got a Star Wars movie that was essentially just a ripoff of the first Star Wars movie. That's what we got. And we're going to get it again in December. It's going to be a ripoff of the second Star Wars movie. That's what we get. That's why we have Pirates of the Caribbean 82, which was perceived as a flop and really was a flop. But Disney's still making millions of dollars. That's the world we live in. We're, you know, don't pretend like you're all about the content, Disney. Just stop. I, you know, just come out. Come out one day, Bob. Bob Iger is the CEO of Disney and say, you know what? We're just all about the money. Give us your money. I would at least respect that instead of hiding behind, oh, we're so, oh, we have this cute little mouse. Whatever, whatever. All started with a mouse and it's going to end with a bunch of greed and a bunch of white dudes sitting around a desk and sitting in a big shareholder meeting and worrying about their extra $5 that they're going to make. That's the world. I don't care about the kids, you know. Oh, we're not making enough. Oh, let's raise the ticket prices. Well, the movies aren't making, oh, let's have our own streaming service. Uh, and then on top of that, I should mention, we all know they, they purchased a, I can't remember the name of it, a streaming service, essentially, that they owned a portion of, and then they, they bought it out, and now they own the entire thing. Uh, so let's keep in mind what happens when Disney decides to get into new avenues of things. Now, granted, I realize they've been putting out content for years, uh, but this is similar <laughs> to when they bought Maker a few years ago, and they're we're all about this, all about this. We're just going to, yeah, good luck with that, Disney. Let's see what happens, um, and if need be, my daughter won't be watching a lot of Disney movies. Well, she's not going to be streaming them. It's just not going to happen. I will probably borrow them from Bridget, because I know Bridget has a pile of them at her house. She has two daughters. I don't know how she does it. I have enough trouble with one. Ugh. I don't mean that like, ugh, like gross. I just mean like, I can't, Im I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. I, I can't imagine. Oh, I, I would like a second one, <laughs> but I don't know how it's done. I have enough trouble with two. Enough trouble with two. All right. All right. We're going to move along here. That's enough Disney greed for this week. Let's talk a little bit of music. Let's talk a little bit of music. Um, so, oh, one of my favorite bands has been since 1994. Would be, uh, oh, Blink-182. Crappy San Diego punk rock. And you know what they did? They were playing Lollapalooza last weekend, and I'm sitting in my office doing some work, my studio, doing some work last Friday. Um, I think Zofia was just about down to sleep, and I look at and looking through Facebook, uh, and I see a live stream from Blink-182. So my Friday night consisted of watching a live stream on Facebook of one of the bands that I've loved and have seen live, uh, God, at least 20 to 25 times, at least 20 to 25 times. Uh, I'm sitting there streaming them on my tablet at home on a Friday night, uh, drinking a beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a dad. That's Friday night when you're a dad. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will say there was a couple awesome things. There, 
There was a couple funny things. So everyone's like commenting on the live feed, you know. And there's some kid, and I say I guarantee it was a kid. I didn't look closely, uh, and I didn't even see the full interaction. I think some some people were probably, oh, I'm the biggest Blink fan, blah blah. And some guy was like, I've been I've been listening to him since 2004. I win. And <laughs> I started laughing out loud. <laughs> I think my wife was in the other room. Start laughing out loud, and I, and I even. I even typed in and commented. And I was like, 2004? Try 1994. That's when Blink came out. <laughs> it was 1994. Granted, I had a little bit of a, a geographical advantage because they came out of San Diego. Not only San Diego, but Poway, where I happened to be living, uh, growing up as a teenager at the time when they when they came out. Uh, but that was hilarious. The other thing is, if you are a crappy punk fan, a uh, crappy punk rock fan, or if you're a Blink fan, whatever it is, I would recommend checking it out on their Facebook page and go about halfway through. There's one point uh, where Mark Hoppus turns around and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Travis Barker. And Travis Barker is the drummer for Blink-182. He's also my personal favorite like drummer of all time. Just period, hands down. For me, personally, I'm not saying he's the greatest of all time. For me, he is my favorite uh, drummer of all time. And he just went off on a drum solo, like went off. And I, I will argue with anyone that's like, well, no, he's a crappy drummer. Okay, yeah, you know, I'll get it if you don't think he's the best drummer ever. He is a fantastic drummer. I mean, that's inarguable. You cannot argue with that to the point where he put out an album as a drummer a few years ago and had like fame, you know, other famous vocalists and stuff singing on his album. But it was just it was his album as a drummer, not a, not a lead singer and guitar player, a drummer. And he just went off. It was fantastic. So if you're a fan of that type of music, or Travis Barker, Blink, whatever it is, check it out. They've got it up on their face. You know, you can see once once you finish a live broadcast on, on Facebook, you can then post it. They posted it. It's there. I've gone back to the, I can't remember, it's like halfway through. I've gone back to the drum solo a couple times because it's fantastic. It is, it is drumming at its finest. Like, you just, it can't be beat. Um, and it was awesome. Check it out. Also another thing, uh, if you are a punk rock fan, and especially crappy punk rock, there's a little festival going on, uh, which I just found out about, and it's funny, Bridget's on there. Bridget was pointing out to me a, a Less Than Jake show that's happening in October uh, here in Los Angeles, I think I'm going to go check it out. Uh, but additionally, I talked about, I've talked about Rancid quite a bit on this, po- this podcast, actually, uh, and they are playing a big festival uh, out in, like, east of Los Angeles, an area called Pomona. In Pomona, if you're from Los Angeles, if you're not, it's, just, it's out east. I don't go there very often, uh, but I may go out there for this concert uh, because Rancid is headlining, uh, playing with Dropkick Murphys, Buck 09, Guttermouth, and like a slew of other punk rock bands. All these great like 90s, 80s, 90s punk rock bands. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. I might check it out. Really thinking about it. It's happening August 26th. Um, so if, if you live in the LA area and you're into that type of music, check it out. Look, for, you know, maybe you'll run into me there. I'm hard to miss with the uh, with the giant beard. I know, Bridget. Are you excited? You, we might have to talk about that one. Um, I just found it today, and uh, and and I think this is a show uh, that I need to go to. Happening now at the Pomona Fairplex. Check it out. Happening in two weeks from from this Saturday, August twenty sixth. Um, and, and please, just <sighs> nobody comment on this video or on anything else and say, but August twenty sixth is the is the fight. <sighs> I'm a fight fan myself. That thing happening on August 26th, that's not a boxing match. It's a circus show. You may as well watch WWF or E or WWWW, whatever they call that wrestling stuff. Um, no offense if you're a fan of that stuff, but that's what you're watching. You're not watching a boxing match on the 26th, so don't feel like you're missing out on anything. And do not comment and say, what, August 26th? No, no, because I don't care that I'm Irish and it's an Irish dude. No, no. We're not even going to talk about it after the fact. Unless something crazy, like, you know, maybe maybe one of them throw the other one out of the ring. Then maybe we'll talk about it. All right, moving along. We got a little sports this week, a little bit of sports this week. And actually, two out of three of the things I'm going to talk about really are not even that sporty. Uh, but they are related to sports, so I threw them in the sports section. Uh, sports section. Huh, I like that. Maybe we'll call it the sports section. Because, like, what? News, I mean, newspapers still exist, but that's what you just call, like, the, the sports part of the newspaper was the sports section. Uh, but in our sports section this week, got a little story about Andy Murray, uh, and I believe this came out of Wimbledon a couple weeks ago. As you know, I had a two, like a three-week hiatus, and I'm behind on a few things. So, so bear with me if 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 you've already 
seen this and everything else. Uh, so Murray lost in uh, the quarterfinals of Wimbledon, uh, and he was in his press conference afterward. And a reporter, and he lost to a guy named, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. I think it's Query, Query or Query, Query. It looks like Query, uh, who's, an, who's a uh, U.S. tennis player. Uh, U.S. born tennis player, also you know from the U.S. Um, and he reached the semifinal, uh, beating Murray. And Andy Murray, he's a uh, a British Scottish. He's born in Scotland, but a British uh, tennis player. Um, has been around quite a while. Very well accomplished um, tennis player. Uh, but he's sitting in this news conference after his match. After he's lost to this this guy Query. It's got to be Query. Uh, apologies, Wall fans, on pronunciations. Sometimes I don't take the time to look up pronunciations. Uh, but what happened was he got a question from a reporter uh, and and said, uh, basically, the reporter was asking him a question uh, and was saying that Query was the first U.S. player uh, to reach a major semifinal since 2009. And major would be like, I'm not that familiar with tennis, the big tennis matches, Wimbledon being one of them, like the U.S. Open, and there's probably like two more in golf. There's four. Um uh, since 2009, the US, first U.S. player. And as he's being asked this question, Murray in- interrupts him and just says, male player. Interrupts him, says male player uh, to the guy because Serena Williams just won the whole damn thing like last year, I think. Serena Williams is dominant. So essentially, putting a reporter in his place for being incorrect and really lifting up Serena, which I really appreciate because it's like, especially in a sport like tennis, you know, where it's like, this is, this is very equal footing. It is a one-on-one sport. It's not a team sport, you know? So you, you got to really give respect to players that can go out there and play these like one-on, especially one-on-one, like even golf is a, is a personal sport. Uh, but this is one-on-one, you know? Uh, and, and I appreciate Andy Murray putting this reporter in his place. You know, it's amazing uh, because Serena is probably the best I mean, I'll say it right now. Serena Williams is the best tennis player, and I'm not a big tennis fan. Some sh- people could argue with me, whatever. Serena Williams is the best tennis player that I have ever, ever, ever seen. And as much as I'm not a tennis fan and don't know much about it, you'd be hard-pressed to convince me otherwise. You simply would. You simply would. I don't, you know, male or female, just best tennis player I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Period. Uh, so good on you, Andy Murray. Appreciate it. We need to sometimes put people in their place and remind them, you know, that there are women out there. Yes, it's not just men that play sports. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Women can be athletic. Who would have thought? Well, most of the world, just not the bigoted idiots that, you know, tend to be loud in this world. All right, moving along. More sports. Little League team. Got a little little league story. Little League softball. This is a girls team. Uh, they were in a major tournament, and if if you're familiar with Little League at all, we're right now like getting into the Little League World Series. <laughs> you know, it's amazing, Bridget. You can vote now too. <laughs> uh, we're getting into the Little League World Series, and they've had all these big state tournaments leading up to it. Uh, well, there was a uh, uh, one of the state tournaments in Washington, uh, and they had a bunch of little league softball, Little League softball teams out there um, competing in this tournament to then move on to the Little League World Series. They have a Little League World Series for for, for boys and for girls. Um, and essentially, this team, essentially, no, what happened was this team was dis, uh, was disqualified uh, because what happened was the officials for the tournament found a photo on Snapchat of this team, six girls from the team, they're they're all 12 to 14 year olds uh, from this team giving the finger directed at a team that they were going to play and actually also happened to be the host team like the host city of this tournament giving the finger they can hold you know 12 12 14 year old girls giving the finger and what happened which it's like so let's just unpack this a little bit Let's unpack this a little bit, Wall fans. Um, first of all, I want to say good on this tournament because they should be disqualified. They should be disqualified. Let me tell you, there's so much, so many reasons, so many reasons why they should be disqualified. Now, if this happened with adult professional athletes, like let's say there was a baseball player uh, that did this and, and and put it out there. <laughs> Watch <laughs> Bridge is giving me a little too much on the uh, on the live feed here. Uh, if that happened with a professional athlete, and he had given the finger and 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 directed it toward an opponent or something, they would possibly be suspended. At the very least, fined. They would have to pay money. 
Now, I get it. Those are professional athletes, different standard. Well, here's the difference. These are children. These are children still learning how to, like, good sportsmanship. So we need to, we need to be better as adults and as parents and teach them that that's not okay. And what happened was there was even pe- the, the manager of the team uh, said it wasn't a punishment that fit the crime. Well, you know what? Maybe keep your team under control and teach them because the thing is you're a coach. You're a coach. Okay? I get it. You, you, you're, you're, one of your goals is for your team to win. That's fine. Whatever. That's fine. But really, one of your, your, your main number one overall goal as a youth coach, and I can tell you this should be because I've been a youth coach. I was a youth coach as a teenager, coaching 10-year-olds. Your number one goal should be to teach them about the game and to teach them how to be better, not athletes physically, but just better people as athletes. That should be your number one goal when it comes to kids. Not winning, not getting these kids to the next level. No. Your number one goal is to guide 12-year-olds, 12, 12 to 14-year-olds. So impressionable. Your number one goal should be guiding them. Then you can worry about winning and everything else. And the other thing to really unpack here is, and I just I touched on it top of the podcast, social media and how rampant it is these days. It is so rampant, and we need to keep in mind that anything you put out there on social media becomes public. Even if you're sharing it privately, there's good chance it's going to become public. And just keep that in mind. Teach your children that. Now, those girls shouldn't think to be flipping the bird to another team regardless of if it's out on social media and someone saw it. They, they need to be taught better than that. But then we unpack it a little more and it's like, you know what? Be smart about social media. Be smart. Keep in mind that stuff gets out. It gets out. Right Facebook? Right Facebook Live? Ugh, it gets out. It does. Um, so good on the, the Kirkland, Washington Little League team. Uh, organization that was hosting this uh, for getting them disqualified, as they should be. Um, and it's ridiculous that this, this coach disagreed with the decision. And it's fine, fine you want to disagree with the decision, but, but recognize that you were wrong and you failed at your job as a youth coach. You failed because this is what those kids are putting out there. That's what those kids are putting out there. All right, moving along. One more sports thing, a little more lighthearted. And this one's really just for me, I'll be honest. So one of my favorite football players uh, retired recently. He played for the the amazing, incredulous New England Patriots uh, for a very long time. He left to go play for another team for a couple years, uh, but it was always just still loved uh, by Patriots fans. His name is Vince Wilfork. He was a defensive lineman. And he's a fantastic athlete, fantastic football player, but on top of that, you know, you, you see guys, and I've said it on this podcast before, I'm a huge New England Patriots fan. I don't really want to be friends with Tom Brady, you know? Like, great. Win, win, win us some more Super Bowls. I don't want to be friends with him, you know? I even say, like, I, you know, of all the Patriots out there, Tom Brady wouldn't even be high on the list of, of guys I'd want to meet. Vince Wilfork, always high on that list. Always, always, always high on that list. Um, and just a stand-up guy, always having fun. He's very, very, very much like Julian Edelman or like Gronk, except even just even more of like a big goofball. Um, and he is big. I mean, he's a big guy. And that's why I will tell you, for those of you out there listening, even if you're not a sports fan, if you hate sports or whatever, uh, I, I encourage you to go to YouTube and just look up Vince Wilfork Touchdown. Because he scored at least two, I want to say maybe three, touchdowns uh, as a New England Patriot. Uh, and this this is a big man. This is a very, very big man. He played defensive line. Uh, and he can move, but he's a big man. And there's a couple times where he got an interception, like a short interception, and took off for the end zone. And, oh, God, is it just fun to watch. <laughs> it is just fun to watch. Because uh, some guys just weren't, weren't really built to run distances. <laughs> And he's an athlete. I mean, I will I will not take that away from him. Uh, he is an incredible athlete, but just not meant to be running long distances. Uh, and it is very, very enjoyable <laughs> to watch. Um, and he's having a blast too because he's running like that, just running his butt off. Gets in there. Uh, and there's a there's a funny uh, funny line in uh, it was in the the remake that Adam Sandler remade that uh, the Burt Reynolds football movie with the prison stuff, and and they had Chris Berman on there. Uh, when that he was in the movie when it came out years and years ago, and there's a part in it um, 
where the same thing happens. Like a like a big guy lineman in football gets the ball and, and scores a touchdown. And Chris Berman goes, uh, the the greatest thing about a big man scoring a touchdown is you get a big man dance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Vince Wilfork does. Just having a blast out there. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry to see him go. I am happy um, that he's retiring and hopefully taking care of himself. Hopefully uh, no more concussions, anything of that nature, because uh, football is a very, very dangerous sport. Very dangerous sport. Um, but good on you, Vince Wilfork. Love you. The, the, the Patriots gave him a one-day contract. He got to retire as a Patriot. Uh, decent chance he's a Hall of Famer. We'll see. I'm not going to get into all the the nuances of Hall of Fame and everything because um, that's probably enough sports for this week. All right, we're going to get into a little tech. We actually have some tech this week. I have a couple things, um, and really this is just me ranting about a couple things. It's not even ranting. Um, I, I was just, I'm curious because this was talked about years ago when Apple just did, and then they finally just did it uh, like a week ago. Uh, they killed the iPod. Like They're not making the iPod anymore. Um, they're and, and please... Wall fans don't quote me on that. They might still be making the iPod Touch. They're not making the iPod Nan- like essentially just the music player iPods. They decided to stop making them because um, everyone has music on their phone and everything else. And you know they might still be making the Touch because the Touch, like you know that that's something to give to you know like a 13 year old where it's like ah, I don't want to give them a phone and have a play and everything else, but they can still have like apps and junk and connect to Wi-Fi. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, iPod Touch is still staying around. You know I'm not even sure, but they took away the smaller ones. Um, and I'm wondering, and let me know in comments on anything else, wall fans, am I the only one that is disappointed in this? <laughs> I feel like I am because there's not, there hasn't, I haven't seen a lot of disappointment in the fact that the iPod's going away. And I'll tell you why. Because I've, I have music on my phone, I have music on my computer, um, I have music on my tablets, everything else. But the thing is, when I go to the gym or when I go for a run or something, uh, I don't want to be carrying a gigantic phone. Right now, I'm rocking a, a Galaxy S7 Edge. Thing's huge. I mean, like, I have no problem carrying it in my pocket. However, if I'm at the gym, I don't want that thing clanking around in my pocket. If I'm out for a run, I don't want that thing clanking around. I've got a little iPod Nano. I had the little iPod Nano, the clip one with the screen. That died on me a couple years ago, and I stole my wife's <laughs> bigger iPod Nano. Uh, she, doesn't, she never uses this damn thing. Um, and I've been using that. And when that dies, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me know, wall fans. I feel like I'm the only one. That's like, no, please don't take away the iPod. I don't even need to be fancy. Let me just have music on there, like just the basics. So I can have something where I can go to the gym. I can go for a run. Even working out like in, in my in my backyard, whatever it is. It like I just I want it like I, I don't want to have a gigantic phone. I just don't. So we'll see. Let me know. I feel like I'm the only one left that will miss it. Uh, but R.I.P. iPod. Man. Man, oh man. Maybe I'll find a Zune. Zune. Only people over the age of 30 understood that joke. No, I don't want your jaggy. You probably have a gigantic, like the old brick iPod Bridget. No, I want the little, I want the Nano. The one I have right now is like this big. I can't do the brick. I had that gigantic one years ago too. And that, that thing, like I think my phone weighs less than the gigantic brick one that came out and what like, when the iPod camp come out, uh, Oh four, oh three, oh four. I want to say oh three. Yeah, third generation ain't gonna do me any good, Bridget. Bridget trying to pause and pawn her. She's you're coming close to number one fan here. Darson's gonna be really mad. Uh, but she's trying to pawn her uh, her gigantic iPod off on me. If it, if it's heavier than my phone, it defeats the purpose. All right, moving along, moving along. So apparently Bridget doesn't care about the iPod. Uh, but let me know out there, wall fans. Am I the only one? I feel like I'm the only one. Oh, we'll have a little, little sad day for the iPod. I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Whatever. No more iPods. Uh, another thing in the tech realm that I want to talk about uh, is a little story that came out today. I think today, yesterday, it came out this week. Uh, Consumer Reports had the Microsoft Surface listed as like one of their top products uh, on their site for a long time. Well, they actually just came out this week uh, and withdrew its its recommended uh, designation for the Surface line of PCs, Microsoft Surfaces. Uh, and it's interesting because the main thing, and I was like, oh, that's interesting uh, because I have a Surface. What's going on? What happened? What happened with the Surface? And blah, blah, blah. So I go in and look. And it's funny because CNET actually kind of came out and said, whoa, 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 everyone calm down. Uh, but the main thing that they're saying is after two years, 
you're going to run into problems with your Surface. You're going to run into problems with your Microsoft Surface. Uh, well, hmm, let me tell you something, wall fans. And for those of you on Facebook Live, I'll even lift it up. See this? This is a Microsoft Surface. This is Microsoft Surface. And guess what? I've had it more than two years. And guess what? I've put it through the ringer. This thing's flown all over the country. Uh, it's been all over the place. Not to the burn. You don't bring computers to the burn. Uh, lots of photo editing. Every single episode of Go Tells the Wall podcast, episode 0 through 26, was recorded on this surface. Now, I'm not sitting here and like, oh, leave Microsoft alone. No, 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 no. I'm just saying sometimes these articles come out and it's good to read them. Um, and then maybe get, for me, it's get information from people that I'm friends with that I feel like would be an ex would be knowledgeable in that because Google's only going to get you so far. Now, if it's something silly like, oh, what was that actor? I'm not I'm not calling my friends. Uh, but a great example would be uh, so the other day, the other day when I was going in and, and looking to purchase the domain name for shawnawarklive.com, uh, I wasn't sure where to purchase, so I go to Google. Well, the top of Google is GoDaddy.com, and not only at the top, but there's a bunch of blogs and everything else, tech blogs, touting GoDaddy as like the best site to buy your domain name. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe I'll just do GoDaddy. Well, luckily I thought about it, and I messaged my buddy Yeti. He's a Yeti. He's a gigantic Yeti. I know. Don't ask. Uh, I message him because he's very web savvy, uh, has his own website and everything else. Message him, and I said, "Should I just do GoDaddy?" His first message back is, "No," like a bunch of O's, and he's like, "Check out Hover." So, and and I was like, "Oh, I'm glad I asked." But that that's just one example of where it's like, okay, you should, I mean, reading articles is good, uh, but that's where you just kind of want to have like a firsthand experience, you know. And I'm sure Consumer Reports has some people testing out th surfaces, throwing them off the roof, and everything else, and all this, other, whatever it is. I I, I get it. But it's always good to just have perspective from someone you know personally. So keep that in mind, wall fans. Um, if, if you were going to get a Surface and then you became afraid to buy a Surface uh, because of, uh, because these articles came out, uh, don't be as afraid. I would still recommend it if, if you're a PC person. Now, if you're, if, if you're an Apple person, a Mac person, I'm not going to try to convince you to, to then go out and get a PC. Like You probably love your Mac. Um, you're not going to be convinced otherwise. However, if you're a PC person, you're looking at surfaces, I can still recommend the surface. And then on top of that, they're saying after two years, uh, you're going to run into problems with it. Well, the most recent surface that came out hasn't even been out two years. So it can't really be that accurate overall. Maybe going back to the old ones, like this one, I've had my surface for two years, over two years now. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's all relative. It's all relative, but do your research, wall fans. Uh, and don't be afraid of, of the Microsoft Surface line. I like it. I just, I do. All right. We're going to get into a little common sense. We got maybe like five minutes left. Uh, thanks for joining us, Facebook. Don't go anywhere. Um, I want to get into a little bit of common sense. And honestly, I don't have anything um, super innovative this week. But I will encourage you to check this one out because you really need to see it. There's a guy in Oregon uh, a month or two ago that got arrested. He was following a Muslim couple down the down a public street uh, and hurling insults at them and all kinds of things and telling them to go back to their country. Pretty sure they were born here. Uh, and uh, don't quote me on that because I didn't get into the details of the people that were being harassed. I, I felt like they deserve their privacy. Um, however, this man in Oregon um, who was arrested and then charged with a hate crime in Oregon uh, proceeded to come out of his initial hearing. Uh, Frederick Nolan Sorrell, 49-year-old, um, comes out of his hearing, his initial hearing, where he finds out he's being charged with a hate crime and everything else, uh, and starts bawling to the cameras and saying how he was he was scared of the ah uh, oh, I'm oh, I'm so bad with the and I don't I want to be correct with it. Um, is it the hijab? Is somebody on the social? I think that okay. So with with Muslim culture, you know, you have like where it goes around the head and you have a full face, but then you also, you have, uh, where women wear basically just their eyes are cut out. I, I believe it's a hijab, but I'm, I'm just, I'm claiming ignorance here. Um, uh, maybe it's a, yeah. 
yeah, I yeah, just I can't, I can't. No, see, Bridget checked it out. He was wailing, and so what happened was he said he got he got scared of this thing, and he said, "Oh, it'd be the same thing if you saw a KKK member coming down the street with the hood on, <laughs> like palm to face." At that point, when I was seeing this, palm to face, and I guess my fear and paranoia just got the best of me. Okay, okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt there. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt there. Still doesn't make it right. Still doesn't make it right. You should never be following a couple like that and harassing them, um, especially simply because they're Muslim. Like, it's just, it blows my mind. And over 20 blocks, he was following them. Uh, the couple was on foot, and he was in his car. I mean, this is harassment at its finest. Uh, so, okay. I got him the better. Maybe he just, something was wrong with his head. He didn't get it. Well, you go to find out. If you do a little research on this, on this guy, uh, Frederick Nolan Sorrell, He's been convicted of rape, and he's also been convicted uh, of th- of committing threatening phone calls, whatever they call that exactly, but basically making threatening phone calls. Convicted of both of these things. Hmm. Sorry, Frederick Nolan Sorrell, 49 years old, living in Oregon. I, I got, I got, I have, I have no sympathy for you. No sympathy for you. Uh, and that's really what's wrong with this, with what's going on with this country right now. That's what's going on with this country right now. In fact, I'm on social media the other day, I think on Facebook, and this, God, we're running out of time. Uh, so I'm going to save these couple of things. We're going to save these couple of things for next week because I do want to talk about this. Um, I don't. Get, we don't get political here on Go Tell to Wall podcast, but I saw something where someone posted, and, and it wasn't even a friend of mine. It, like a friend of mine, a, a friend or someone I knew had commented on this thing, um, and they it, it, it was something along the lines of, well, I just learned that uh, North Korea has the ability, uh, has nuclear weapons that can reach the west coast of the United States. Uh, and I yawned, because I don't really care. We can do without California. Oh, oh, we can do without California and your 55 electoral votes. <sighs> put the political stuff aside for a minute. Just put the political stuff aside. That's what's fucking wrong with our country right now. That's what's wrong with our country. Where someone is sitting there and saying, oh, it's okay. All those people in that state can just die and then make jokes about nuclear weapons. I don't care where you stand, right, left, progressive, libertarian, whatever it is. That's never okay. That's never okay. But that's the world we live in. That's a freaking world we live in, wall fans. To the point, makes me so mad to the point where I drop an F-bomb on the podcast, which very rarely happens. But it's a freaking world we live in, and I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't, I don't understand what makes that okay. You know, that's fine. You're a Republican, you're a Democrat, whatever. I don't, I, I don't care. Policy stuff. We're talking about human beings, families, an entire freaking state. But that's the world we live in, where someone thinks that's okay, or someone thinks that's funny. That's the world we live in. Think about that, wall fans. Think about that, wall fans. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I just can't. You know? Because we don't, I don't get political. It's all about lifting each other up. Lifting each other up. Not putting each other down. Not putting each other down. Because that's what we do at Go Tell to the Wall. Is we lift each other up. Unless you harass Muslim people on the street, then we're going to make fun of you. But, eh, you're asking for it. You're asking for it. Convicted rapist. Asking for it. But think about that when you're on social media and when you're talking to friends and everything else. That's a world we live in where people think it's okay to drop nuclear warheads on a state because they disagree with them politically. Think about that. And then we freaking joke about it. Think about that. All right, Wall fans. I promised it would be a little more upbeat, but it just, it just, it, that's been driving me crazy for honestly a few days now. And I didn't, it wasn't even written into the show. I just remembered that one. Not even written in the show because I like to not think about those things because we lift each other up. But let's be better out there. Let's be better out there, Wall fans. And let's teach other people to be better and to be kinder and to lift each other up and to love each other. Because you know what? You don't get out of it alive. Nobody does. Nobody does. You may have all these goals and aspirations, but at the end of the day, nobody makes it out alive. And that's a beautiful thing. Kind of is a beautiful thing. You know? Nobody wants to live forever. Eh, maybe. I don't know. We're getting a little too philosophical there. We're going to end it there. Um, all right. I'm gonna, I'm putting some more stuff. Next week, I'm going to tease right now. Next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, 
the difference between being a dad and being a babysitter. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Bridget, I know you'll appreciate that one because Bridget has a husband who also is very, very, very much involved um, in their children's lives, as all dads should be given the opportunity. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that, and we're also going to talk about this fun little term called friend zone um, and how it's actually pretty freaking sexist this friend zone term um, and we're going to go ahead and once we talk about it next week here at go tell to the wall we're going to retire that term in general um, just because we're done with it and it's very sexist and I will explain why next week on go tell to the wall podcast um, so thank you all for joining us as usual, um, I love you all, and I love that you take the time uh, to, to listen to me rant and rave for an hour. We are constantly increasing our numbers. Um, please, for those of you out there watching on Facebook, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, please share it. Uh, if, if you're just streaming the podcast on one of the social platforms, you can also subscribe on Google Play Music, on iTunes, as well as any of your favorite podcast sites. We are hosted on Podomatic. The Podomatic site will actually be getting beefed up here over the next week or so once I put the finish putting the Weebly team on it that, that's working on the site, um, as well as, as finish working on the overall site, SeanRourkeLive.com. Uh, so check that out as well. Of course, you can follow us on social media, Facebook.com slash GoTellToTheWall. Uh, also on Twitter, at TellTheWallPod and at magic muppet uh we do not have a snapchat snapchat's gonna be gone soon anyway again thank you all for joining uh join us next week if you were not able to join the live feed this week or if you have not before check it out on facebook um you you can follow me on facebook personally i put it out on my personal account and then it goes to the the go tell to the wall page so keep that in mind if you're looking for it um and as always we will be back next week same wall time same wall place i don't want to i shouldn't say same wall time Hopefully we'll be on around 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Never know if if Zo if Zofia says nope 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 we're not going on till eight then sometimes we're not going on till eight and it happens. Uh, but outside of that, love to you all. Remember lift each other up. Um, as always, I am the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This has been episode 26 of Go Tell Us the Wall podcast. And always 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 wall fans have passion, but make sure no matter what you do, no matter who you meet, no matter what you say. Always do it with common sense.